views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from ruining your life? Join award-winning author and breakthrough expert Dr. Friedman Schaub for Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most difficult challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Here is your host on Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. Welcome, welcome to Empowerment Radio. Thank you for tuning in and taking the time to think about and listen and talk when you call in about subjects that uh, can be challenging and not everyone wants to address them, but they're important because they can be quite pervasive and they can be quite challenging and maybe even debilitating. But before I go into today's topic, I just want to tell you that sometimes these things happen in life that you really, for a moment, get a jolt, right? You just feel like, okay, sets things into a new perspective. Maybe you were just worried about, you know, that you forgot to buy milk in the grocery store and you got really upset. Or maybe you were just uh, mad at someone who forgot to call you on your birthday and send you an email the day after. And so all these little tiny things in life that seem to be big deals. And then you hear a very dear friend telling you that their spouse just was diagnosed with cancer. And all of a sudden, you feel like, wow, you know, when I think about how she must feel and how he must feel having cancer and being young and having all of those, you know, hopes and aspirations and all of a sudden everything comes to a halt, you yourself think, well, I'm, I'm really grateful that I have my health and that I have really nothing big to worry about. And, and so that is exactly what happened this morning when I my closest friend really called and told me that. And it made me realize that we do uh, take so many things for granted and we are spending so much time on our concerns and our worries that in the end are not necessarily life-threatening. They're not necessarily big issues, but we still keep focusing on them and giving them a lot of our energy And I don't want to diminish the topic that we are having today because it's a topic that I personally have suffered from. And I know a lot of you are suffering from this, but it's important to put it into perspective of realizing whatever we are afraid of in this regard, we can change it. And we are not in a life-threatening situation because of it. And I'm talking about two fears that are like an epidemic, and that are diminishing our life experience and are diminishing ourselves. And those two fears are the fears of missing out 
and the fear of standing out. Now, these may appear like total different fears, have nothing to do with each other, but they actually are connected. And I'll show you that they're not only connected at their root, but they're also connected in the way we can resolve them and what we can do to overcome them. So the fear of missing out is ultimately, you know, in that scenario, you are having actually a perfectly fine day, you feel like everything is fine and good, and you're then maybe you feel a little bored scanning through your social media outlets, and all of a sudden you see, oh my God, they are having a party over here. And these other friends are down in South Africa on a safari. And the other friend, she's actually getting engaged. And, and all of a sudden you see this kaleidoscope of joy and excitement and everyone has so much more fun, has a so much more interesting life than you. And you look around and you feel like, well, my, my home, my apartment looks pretty boring. My life is actually really small. Why did no one actually ask me to join them? And you go right there into feeling lonely and like a total loser from one second to the other. Now, since you have that fear now of regret and you feel like, oh, I don't want to have this again, you're not actually avoiding that what triggered the fear. You're actually going more obsessively into looking at social media or asking your friends or trying to be up to date because you feel the more I'm connected, the more I feel like I will not miss out. And that can literally become an obsession. And it is something that a lot of people are struggling with because while they're telling themselves, well, I'm just really having a lot of friends and I just want to make sure you know, that I know what's up to date and what they're up to, in the end, it stresses them out. And just like a client of mine who really had everything going for her, she was, you know, very well educated. She was beautiful. She was healthy. She had a great job and she had the fear of missing out, which really clouded everything else. She was high performing, but as soon as she came home and checked on what other people were doing, she was down. She got even depressed because she felt that she and her life we're not measuring up. So that's one fear that I think a lot of you can relate to. And the other fear is a fear of standing out. Now, the fear of standing out is that fear when you are, you know, like in a, in a meeting at work and uh, you just don't dare necessarily to say something or to, you know, make a comment because you don't want to get all the eyes on you. Or you're, you're going to your in-laws and maybe one, you know, maybe the father-in-law is a, is a staunch Republican. And even though you are a, a Democrat, you're not daring to go into any political discussion and you're just nodding and smiling friendly when there are any comments about the president because you feel like you don't want to rock the boat. Or you're dropping off your kids at school and you're always wearing beige or black because you don't want to look any different than anyone else, but you also don't really want to connect to the, the mothers or fathers that are showing up there because, again, you don't want to get too much attention. Now, the fear of standing out is not necessarily the same as hiding out. The fear of standing out is often related more to you do want to belong, 
but you want to blend in and fit in to belong. You want to be one of the crowd and not necessarily the one that gets, you know, the leadership torch or gets really all this attention. So you just want to be somehow connected without necessarily being seen as a unique individual because that makes you very uncomfortable. Now, that is also a very pervasive fear because it really is common that we have more that uh, that view on what do I need to be in order to get accepted than what do I want to be in order to be myself. Now, what these fears have in common is something I'm just right writing in my new book about uh, different survival patterns and survival archetypes. What they have in common is the archetype of the chameleon. And the chameleon is basically an archetype that is really good at looking around and wondering what's out there that I need to somehow be like and adapt to in order to be liked and in order to be a part of. And so that pattern of wanting to belong at all costs, the pattern of tell me who I need to be, tell me what I need to do in order to be lovable or likable or acceptable, that is a pattern that creates all those fears. And it's a pattern also that in many ways got worse over time uh, as you know, social media became more prevailing in our lives, especially the fear of missing out. Now, I do know from personal experience that my first time of the fear of missing out, because before it was even mentioned or known as FOMO, the fear of missing out, was way before uh, Mr. Zuckerberg was even in diapers. I had that fear when I was 13 years old, and it's certainly a fear that uh, I think is very, very ancient. It's like a tribal consciousness. It's this need to to want to belong and with the rise of social media, it's, of course, much easier to look at all the possibilities out there. And unfortunately, it's also much easier to get distracted and feel like, you know, well, you should be here and you should be there. And there are so many choices and it just augments the fear. When, and I'm going to tell after the break more about my first fear, but it's certainly something that was only one issue uh, and one myth. about missing out, you know, in any given hour, uh, 30 or 40 different things, depending on how many friends you have on your Facebook or Instagram or so on. And the fear of standing out also became worse because individuality is not necessarily so much asked for. There is a greater sense of you need to be a part of the tribe. You need to be fitting in with either, you know, being that what's right now fashionable by talking a certain lingo, by looking a certain way, this orientation to being what's expected from you and not wanting to be any different and not wanting to be labeled as different is also something I think became more and more prevailing in the last few decades. So I think we know what we are struggling with. Now, how do we resolve it? Well, after the break, I'm going to tell you about the four, no, three, three Fs, well, Fs, on how to resolve these fears, which are all about friendship and freedom and fulfillment. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. 
know that when working with the law of attraction, it's beneficial to share your longings with a supportive tribe who can assist in maintaining accountability and hold the creative space for your desires to manifest? I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join me each month at the new and full moon to plant your seeds of abundance, consciously tend to your intentions throughout the lunar phases, then harvest the fruits of your co-creation with the universe in my Lunar Manifestations members-only forum. Your tribe is waiting for you at goldenotter.us. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive, healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset, and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. I will be your wellness coach to help you achieve a wellness lifestyle. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Are you struggling with the fear of missing out or the fear of standing out? Do you always look what other people are doing and feel bad about your own life? Or do you wonder who you need to be to not get negative attention and therefore hold yourself back and and maybe also really suppress certain things inside of you that you know are there, but you don't dare to let out? If so, you're probably curious how you can overcome these fears or not. See, that's the problem with these fears. I mean, there are fears like, you know, the fear of getting sick or that fear of dying or someone else that you love, that they're going to have an accident or 
there may be the the fear of um, you know maybe also something happening at work and you're going to lose your job these are fears that can be all the time running your life they can be just hanging over you and there is no real relief well maybe you go to the doctor when you're afraid of getting ill and but five minutes later, you wonder, well, was this really enough? And maybe I should go to another one or maybe I should go again. So there is no real relief. You just really stay under that cloud. Now, the fear of standing out and missing out often is a little bit more contextual. And unfortunately, it feels also there is a way out. There is a way to not feel it. So, for example, when you are you know, scanning, scanning, scanning and looking for what other people are doing. And then you find that they actually don't do anything interesting. Well, in that moment, you may feel better. Or maybe you are the one who feels like, well, look, what I'm doing right now and what I'm posting right now is the best of all worlds. So I win. And then you don't feel like you're missing out again. And so there is a little bit that sense of, I know I can quench this fear. I know I can stop it from bothering me. Same thing when you don't say anything or when you just, you know, survived another gathering where you didn't get any kind of judgment or some critical look thrown at you. It again feels maybe like a relief. This is why people that are struggling with the fear of missing out and the fear of standing out often don't look for help simply because they do have a a way to self-medicate, you could call it. Now, the truth is, though, that unfortunately, both fears are at some point becoming like an obsession. It's almost like an addiction where you do feel like I need the drug, I need the relief, I need to know, I need to know that I'm safe, I need to know that I'm interested, I need to know what other people are doing. And, and that can be in itself even more consuming than any other fears. So it is really a good thing to start at least being aware of the fact that this fear is holding you hostage in your life. It makes you smaller. It makes your life looks more, look more gray. It makes you look more invisible. All of those things that you're not born to experience. Life is too precious for that. And so looking at what can I do to overcome it? What can I do to actually see an alternative in it? That is something that we will talk about now. And, uh, and the first step to change, I believe, is always awareness. And in order to get awareness, it's always good to ask questions. So the questions that I would consider for you to ask yourself are questions that are basically making you look at what you're doing and be a little bit more aware of why you're doing it and what it does to you. So, for example, ask yourself very simply, what is the price I'm paying for having those fears and having those habits and those patterns? What is it really what's happening in my life. So for example, you may say, well, you know what? I'm actually never really present. Even when I'm out and I'm hanging out with my boyfriend, girlfriend, or just friends, I still check. I still look. Even when I'm in the bathroom, I'm on Instagram. Even before I go to bed, I need to know 
that everyone also is tucked away and I'm not the only one who is already hitting the pillow. And so these are things that make you constantly not be present in your life. And you're not present with the real world or that what's tangible around you. You're much more in the virtual world. Therefore, in some ways, you could say you're really missing out. Or maybe you feel like that you're never comfortable with yourself. You're never comfortable in your own skin. In fact, it is weird that on the one hand, you really wonder how you need to be in order to not stand out. But when you're by yourself, you cannot really feel yourself because you don't really pay so much attention to your own opinion about yourself or who you really are. You only measure yourself in the size that you're allowed to be that voice that you're allowed to have or not allowed to have based on those that are around you. So maybe you're feeling like you have a harder and harder time being by yourself and connecting to yourself. Maybe you're noticing what it does to you is also that you have more and more a sense of feeling that you are always running behind something and at the end that you're losing. Maybe you're feeling more and more that you have a a sense of depression that you're more anxious in your life, that you're feeling more, no matter how much effort I put in there, there is always more that I should be doing. There is always more excitement out there than inside of me. And, And at the end, you just feel maybe even hopeless. And there are studies that have clearly shown that people that are already starting out feeling a little bit uh, insecure or bored with their lives, that they can, through these fears, end up in real serious depressions and serious social anxiety issues. So it's something that has effects and it doesn't have to be this way. So then just ask yourself, so if you think about continuing with this fear of missing out, what are you going to miss out in your life? Just think about what is actually what you're really missing out on if the fear of missing out is running your life. And the other question you want to ask yourself, who is really standing up for you when you are afraid of standing out? And those two questions may just be something that really make you realize, well, the source of life, where life really happens is within you and in your direct vicinity around you. And and that's really something to focus on. But of course, you know, we have to find out, well, why do we do it in the first place? And how do we do it in the first place? And, And for me, just the question on where did this all start and what is really Uh, what I believe about myself that makes it started is a really important one to ask, both of them. So for me, it was when I was 13 years old, as I mentioned before, and I was taller than everyone. I had a weird first name, Friedman. I mean, who has Friedman as a first name, which means man of peace. I was a little geeky and certainly not very secure in myself. And just like a typical 13-year-old teenager, it was a little awkward. Now, there was this group of friends who just every other Saturday got together and had dinners and always one cooked and they did games and there was fun. And I was jealous. I wanted to be a part of that group. Now, what was really so interesting about that is that that fear of missing out was so great that I was willing to do whatever it takes to get into this group. And so... 
these uh, guys, these were all the guys who didn't mingle with girls at that time. And these guys uh, had this genius idea that they created the point system. Now, they gave themselves always enough points to be a part of the group, but I had to earn my points. Let's say I had to earn 20 points in order to be invited again. And if I didn't have 20 points, then I wouldn't be able to get in there. And so randomly, they gave me tasks to do, you know, carry my backpack, uh, you know, bring me some lunch tomorrow. And I did it. And then randomly, they took it away. Well, you were not funny enough. Oh, you know, I don't like your sweater. And so it was a constant game, bait and switch, constantly feeling like under pressure. And so for at least a year, I really felt deeply that fear of missing out. And it is something that really consumed me. And it all came from that idea that the grass is greener over there, that I don't really have an interesting life, and that I need others to have fun. I need others to have something that they set up that actually then makes me feel like I belong and I do something worthwhile. But the problem is, of course, that it made me more and more almost like dependent and more and more uh, insecure because my security was all dependent on being invited or not. Until one day, I had this eureka moment where I just uh, you know, used a four-letter word in German and said, no, no more. I'm going to look for other friends and I'm going to do my own dinner parties and I'm going to not want to be around these guys anymore. And that was a very powerful decision just to bring that awareness to myself back that I can actually create my own experiences and my own excitement and I don't need these guys more. And they, guess what? They wanted to have me all the time at their parties, which I then also nicely declined. Well, sometimes you can also, you know, be a little bit unforgiving, but uh, it was a lesson that I think taught me a lot about how challenging it can be to have this fear of missing out. So what I would like you to think about is just where could it come from you? You know, where do you have this fear of uh, missing out rooted in your life? And where is the fear of standing out rooted in your life? Did you ever get uh, ridiculed when you said something in your you know, early years, do you remember that you had to maybe sing a song and everyone was bursting out laughing or you had uh, maybe, uh, you know, some weird clothes on that your parents gave you as a hand-me-down and then everyone just made fun of you? What are events where you remember I already felt that fear of standing out? It was a traumatic or it was a memorable, significant moment in my life. And since ever then, I'm carrying this. So when you think about that, and this is where this first word, this first F comes in, think about the fear as a friend. Now that's the concept, right? Because we think fear is a bad emotion, some miswiring in the brain or some monster that's just attacking us constantly or something wrong with us, period. But if you're thinking about the fear just as a, little part inside of you that is still stuck in an old idea of yourself in the world, that is still traumatized by something that happened way back. If you think about the fear as a little friend, that you are saying, you know what, I'm going to take care of you. 
I know that you're still thinking about other people have better lives or other people should be seen, but not you. I help you to overcome it. We'll talk more about how you can help the fear friend to do that after the break. powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's Accelerator program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. So you're not missing out on anything if you're staying on the show, because this is where you're meant to be right now. So stay tuned and yes, go with me on this journey to overcome the fear of missing out and the fear of standing out. So 
I just talked about the friend, making fear your friend. Now you're the mentor. And it's always good to think about, okay, let's say I knew someone, my kid, my little sister, my little brother, or a friend, if you know, I would be their mentor and they would struggle with this fear, what would I tell them? How would I want to help them to overcome this? See, the beauty about when you are going out of the fear identity, where you feel this is all who I am, and realizing, no, this is a part of me, and I know there is another part of me that doesn't want it, and that can actually look at it differently and change it, you already have a greater boundary, a greater distance between yourself and the fear, and then you can much easier also be aware what is actually what you're doing to get into that pattern and into this fear mode. So in this regard, watch yourself. Again, be aware. Be aware of how you get triggered. So for example, with the fear of standing out, what makes you feel like you can't? Is it self-talk? Very often it is. That you already tell yourself before you go into a setting there you know, I don't want to do anything to get attention or stand out. This can be that you know when you know the whole uh, group from work goes for lunch, you're the quiet one who doesn't share any stories. Or again, the way you dress or the way you are just uh, trying to ignore everyone in the line for the coffee at the coffee stand because you don't want to necessarily get into some conversation with a stranger and just notice how you have all these little triggers that make you become that person who doesn't want to stand out, who doesn't want anything but blending in. And what do you need to tell yourself in order to do that? You know, what are the beliefs you need to have? You know, is it a belief of if I'm going to open my mouth, they're going to just wonder what is what is it what you're saying? By the way, this is something I have been experiencing for a while now <laughs> in uh, in France. So when you're in France and you are not French and you're saying something, just like you make you know some kind of you order something cheese or whatever. I mean the French frown that definitely makes you hardened when it comes to the fear of standing out because. You get it. No matter how hard you try, no matter how you think you have no accent, they frown at you and they look at you as you just would have vomited over their, you know, their products. It is amazing. It's very amazing. They just hold, don't hold back. I admire this. I like it, but you have to get used to it. So if you ever want to get really good at not caring and overcoming that fear of standing out, come to friends and order some cheese and you'll see how it can really make you desensitized. Well, but that's it. You know, there are situations that you know that trigger you and you know you're telling yourself that some people think less of you or won't like what you are or what you have to say or it's not really that important. It's not really that interesting. So that is your little friend telling you all those fictional stories. And when you are thinking you're missing out on something, you are telling yourself stories too. So you're seeing something and then you go down into this rabbit hole of wanting to be there. Why can't you be there? What's wrong with you? Why can't you have something like this? And then you go and basically completely 
bash yourself at the end. So what's important is that you are avoiding two things. One is avoiding the triggers. So try to just limit as long as you want to overcome this fear of missing out, limit the time you're spending on social media. Oh my God. No, I'm not taking something vital away from you. I'm just telling you, limit it to a little bit. Let's say, you know, instead of hours a day, maybe just 20 minutes a day. And really, when you are going to social media, already be clear that your mantra, your mindset is not jealousy, comparison, fear. It is actually this mindset of, oh, I'm happy for them. Oh, I'm getting inspired. Oh, how nice that they have that. And then you're going to bring yourself back. I mean, if you're watching a movie, you're not thinking that you have to be right there in the battlefield or on Mars. I mean, you're enjoying the movie and then you bring yourself back into the reality afterwards. It's a little bit like that. Everything you see on social media is only a tiny fraction of reality. I sometimes talk to people that are on social media having all this wonderful life. And then in reality, you know what's behind it is completely different. And you know that. So it's watching a movie and nothing else. So if you have that mindset, engage a little bit in it and then come back and focus on your current life. And again, also have these conversations with your little inner friend because your little inner fear friend needs to know that it's better to be on the grass, touch the grass, feel the grass, smell the grass, than looking across the fence and wondering what's over there. Because you don't touch it, you don't feel it, you don't have it. It's out of reach. And so just reminding that the part of you about the presence and the gift of being in the present, that in itself can change that feeling of something else is more important. And it's not an instant process takes a little time and the fear of standing out, you just also similarly to uh, what I said, just about the missing out, just really have a conversation with this little inner friend and talk about that. It's safe. It's safe to have red socks on and, and stand out a little bit. It's safe to say something and share an experience and maybe be a little vulnerable or be funny. It's safe for people to first wonder what happened, how is it that this person has a voice, and then get used to it. It's safe to be yourself. You don't have to lay it out all at once. You don't have to completely expose yourself. You just do it gradually and gradually finding out that, oh, wow, the, I'm not just spontaneously combusting. The earth is still turning. All is well when I am more standing out and no longer become that invisible person. So these are things that you can teach yourself and that you can teach that part of you that it's safe and that it's desirable to be present. And that in itself makes a difference. Again, you have to want it. But I think when you realize that this, and this is the second F, gives you freedom, freedom to finally enjoy your life, Freedom to finally be yourself. Freedom to create what you want and not just go after what others have. That freedom can also then open up whole new worlds for you and whole new experiences that otherwise 
would not be possible because you are opening up to the life that you're supposed to have and the person that you're supposed to be and not anything else that you try to copy or fit in. Now, to make this even stronger, what really works well is to, once you get a little bit pulled into the fear, you interrupt it, you stop the trigger, put the tablet down, or just, you know, feel like I'm not making myself smaller. I'm actually right away saying just a little comment to know that it's safe. But then afterwards, really put your mind to something pleasant. That means do something that your mind is then realizing, oh, it's actually a pleasant experience to not engage in this fear, to not go down this pattern. And it's almost like a reward for your mind that in that moment, it says, oh, I don't have to actually look for danger anymore. I can actually get the joy when I'm not having fear. And it's a greater joy than I ever had before when I was just looking always for other people's reactions or other people's experiences. So that joy can be a nice music. Uh, it can be uh, reading just a pleasant book. It can be something, it's not distraction. It's not like distract yourself from something. It's more like a sense of rewarding and rewiring yourself to joy and pleasure and being in the experience of that freedom of having your own experience and being more in the here and now, in the within you, and not so much in that uh, mindset of others or in that world of others. And that is something where you can really gradually overcome this obsession with. Now, what's really hard for people often is to say, well, okay, now I'm really battling myself. I'm really watching. I don't want this anymore. But that's not necessarily that relationship to befriending your fears. And not, that's not necessarily freedom because that becomes a chore. That becomes something that you're actually resisting. Some of my clients at the beginning tell me, oh, I hate to do my homework. But the homework is not about getting graded or pleasing a teacher or measuring up to something that these tools that I'm sharing with you are really just about empowerment. They are about you giving back to yourself, giving yourself your own friendship, giving yourself that freedom, and ultimately also gaining fulfillment. And that's the third F, fulfillment from it. Because when you do it from a place of love, when you do it from a place of I want to be good to myself, I want to please myself, I want to grow, then it is certainly something that is way more enjoyable. Now, before we go to the break, here is a phone number to call in, 800-930-2819, 800-930-2819. I certainly would love to hear from you. And if you have any questions or comments, call in now. We will be right back. book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truth, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. 
So if you are interested in The Knowledge Book, visit usa.thenowledgebook.net and tune in to The Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorns. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Wells. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squats. I'll talk to you later. Are you ready to broadcast your brand ideal with the latest in information technology? Bioresonance software distills your brand ideal or intention and enhances your core internal organizing principle. This has a tremendous impact on your organization's alignment as well as the behavior, satisfaction, and the retention of its employees. Your physical business structure can unfurl, opening up the possibilities of creating an energetic presence for a brand even ahead of its launch. Check out JeanetteWolf.com for more on a signature frequency branding. Welcome back. Fear of missing out and fear of standing out. Well, we went through becoming aware of where it comes from and how to start to overcome it. Then next step, the last step, is not just to overcome it. Because I think overcoming something, uh, then what? You know, you overcame it and then you're standing there in front of an empty canvas and you don't really know. So what am I now if I'm not afraid of these things? So the the next step and that step that really makes that change permanent is the outgrowing step. Who do I want to grow into? What is it what I want to be instead? And that's a question we have really don't ask ourselves enough. And I think it's a question that also brings me back to how I started this show today about this uh, husband of a friend. 
which is really someone who now looks at his life and wonders, so where is it where I still want to have more fulfillment in? Because isn't it true at the end of our lives, we want to feel full, fulfilled with experiences, fulfilled with a sense of self, with how much we shared, how much love we gave and received. And I mean, for that to happen, we have to live our lives in the most real and authentic way. For that to happen, we cannot hold ourselves back and we cannot let ourselves be distracted by others and their shiny objects. For that, we really have to feel grounded and centered and present with that what we have right in front of us, with that that is our path, and with that that is us. And I think that is something where we often, unfortunately, uh, really lack time, attention, patience, awareness. So I want you just to think about, you may even want to close your eyes for this, but I would like you just to think about that simple question, who am I and what do I want? I mean, you could say these are two questions, but still think about it. Who am I and what do I want? How often do you actually ask yourself these essential questions? So when you do have that fear of standing out, really ask yourself, is that the person I want to be? Is that my contribution to the world? Is that me being a follower rather than being the leader of my own life? And if this is not who I want to be, who do I want to grow into? It's not about, oh, black and white, so I need to be the opposite. I need to all of a sudden be totally outspoken, gregarious, and an extrovert. No, it's just about growing and expanding gradually into that what is more than you had allowed yourself to be. Show more of your truth. And sometimes it's remarkable that we know we have all these gems inside of us. There is all this great wisdom, maybe sense of humor, creativity, just something that we know can make a difference inside of us and we are withholding it just because we are afraid that someone may not like it. So this is not only disservice to ourselves; this is also disservice to others around you. But again, it is not about really facing the fear by basically ignoring it, but it's saying to this little friend, I'll show you that there is so much we can offer and be here. And there is so much meaning and purpose in being more and being more engaged, being more visible, being more uh, a person who does speak up and has an opinion and shares what's inside, then just becoming that chameleon that is fitting in. And if you're really feeling inspired to explore more what it is that you are, you can also feel this as an exciting journey, an exciting way of just learning and discover, discovering more your truth. And that's true also for this, what do I want? See, there was a phase in my life, another FOMO phase, where I tried everything 
And I felt like, well, the most daring things are probably the most interesting. Hang gliding, boxing, things that really make me feel like, yeah, I'm special. But really, it was about just ultimately feeling that who I was wasn't enough. I didn't even ask that question. And I certainly didn't really ask what I wanted. I asked myself more what I'm supposed to do in order to be that what I hope would get the most positive attention. So what do I want? Really also notice that there are answers coming from within. Sometimes people realize that when they ask what they want, it is very simple. What I want is maybe just sit and do nothing. Listen, I'm tired. Life is so overwhelming. I just want to disconnect and for a moment really sit and pet my dog or my cat. What I want is maybe really boring on paper, but really fulfilling in reality. What I want is actually just go to this little neighborhood restaurant and just have a nice uh, salad or stew rather than go to the next fancy opening restaurant downtown. Just allow yourself to be honest with what you want. It may not be the most flashy, but it may be the most real and it may be the most fulfilling. And then really as you're discovering, like you discover more gradually who you are and it's safe for you to be that person who you are, discover also gradually that what you want is absolutely enough and that it is for you to really more and more enjoy that, what you want from an authentic place. And again, maybe what you want is not just excitement and fun. Maybe what you really want is more a sense of purpose or being more involved or engaged, or maybe it's about sharing more who you are and making more a difference for others. Maybe you just had a little bit backwards that you thought you're supposed to want all of those things, but what's really inside of you is completely different. Follow that and just trust that when you spend a little bit of time with that deeper inner wisdom, when you're listening a little bit more to these simple questions, who am I and what do I want? There is a process that happens that's unfolding into a complete true, authentic, and fulfilling way of living. Way more fulfilling than chasing after something and way more fulfilling than trying to fit in and please others by simply being quiet. Take that risk and get the reward of just living your true, empowered, and authentic self. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for re-watching on my YouTube channel, Dr. Friedman Schaub. And if you have any questions or are interested in my work, go to drfriedman.com, which will very soon be a brand new website. Right now it goes to the fear and anxiety solution.com, but you will soon see a fabulous new web experience. Take good care. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. 
To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com.